Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla. Dr. J. Oh, okay. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. We are here today uh, to follow up a little bit with our last episode. We were talking about dysfunctional families and how to avoid the different types of children, such as the hero. What were they? The hero? The hero, the, the clown. clown. The... Um, uh, scapegoat mm -hmm. and uh, some of the others there yes all right mm -hmm. well okay yeah we got we talked about how we got married a little later in life mm -hmm. um, and we decided we would be married for a couple of years and and then pray to have children and um, we got pregnant and I had a baby at 30 and I was terrified I think you were not as terrified as I was, but I was quite terrified. And uh, we did funny things like preparing and everything. And we even would play the Bible on my belly, which I think was a remarkable thing for us to do. Mm -hmm. um, so, And we would play praise music and things like that. So our baby, our little baby girl would hear it. Um, and I was just terrified, and I prayed that God would make us the parents that we needed to be to her. Uh, she ended up being our lovely, strong-willed child. <laughs> Still is today, but God has done wonderful things with her, and uh, she is leading a great life uh, for God and, and serving Him. Uh, and I just remember being afraid. Um, and praying an awful lot and praying that God, I didn't want to push my dreams on her. I wanted her to follow God's dreams for her. And I know sometimes maybe I got those mixed up. Do you think we get those mixed up sometimes? I think absolutely. We kind of push our thoughts and what they should do and what they should be, mm -hmm. kind of like the hero like we talked about last time. Well, all of them. I think that... A lot of times, subconsciously, we unintentionally try to live our life through our kids. Right. Things that maybe we, we didn't or weren't able to do or couldn't do. or um, and, and sometimes that comes through True. Uh, our lives and it's communicated indirectly and directly to them. And I think being, being more aware of what parenting is all about is, 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 is of utmost importance. And it says in the Bible, Ephesians 6, 4, it says that we should nurture them in the discipline and admonition of the Lord. And we prayed and tried to do that. Now, we definitely know that we are not perfect and didn't always make the right decisions. But we really tried to, to teach the Bible and pray with our kids and have family devotions and and to teach them, bring them to church, and to teach them that, that they needed to be children of God, that they needed to, to accept Him. And, and thankfully, both of our kids ended up asking the Lord into their heart um, uh, as children, as teenagers, and we were so thankful for that. And we just prayed that they would follow after God and not make some of the same mistakes we did and uh, things like that. Well, I think the biggest thing is we get this idea that from the world's viewpoint of parenting mm -hmm. that we, you know, and, and, and 
from third world nations and other parts of the world, even in the United States, we kind of view children almost as property. True. Uh, they're almost like uh, we bring them along with us, and, and that's, that's. But God, His Word, uh, says that they're His. Mm. Matter of fact, He says in Ezekiel 18:4, "Behold, all souls are mine." As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. Psalm 24, 1. The earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants, belong to the Lord. And so our kids are not ours. That's true. We're stewards. Right. Which is in some ways even bigger. What does the world teach us about the importance? What kind of aspects and ideas does the world teach us about parenting and children and we have seen a lot of changes in our humble lives (laughs) we've seen I mean it used to be like parent centered that the the parent was over the child but it seems like today in today's society we see more child centered families Um, and I've been in education for quite a few years and I have seen a shift uh, used to like the the teacher was you know whatever the teacher said that was true. Now it's the parents come in and uh, they always take the uh, not always but a lot of them will take the word of the child over the teacher even though the child is lying. So I've seen a lot of shifting in our society where kids are almost uplifted like like God. You know, pe- mm-hmm. parents families put their kids first. They think about the kids before their marriage, before their mm-hmm. spouse. And um, we see a lot of that today. And, you know, God says that he makes us out of clay. Mm-hmm. He gives the idea in Romans 9 that, you know, he molds us. And we, you know, we are, he is the potter, we are clay. And, and so we are given the privilege of being stewards of our children and being a tool and instrument to help mold our children. We have a few short years to do it. That's true. As Christ followers. I love thinking about it being a privilege. It is a privilege that God gives us our children. And and like you said, just for a short time. And it's so important for us, especially as Christian parents, to to rear them in the love of God, following his word, following his path for them. And, you know, it's not all about, the world says, be great, competition, and be the best. And, and you know, it's not all about the pride. True. It's about if we, if we lead our kids, if our, our kids go to Harvard and get a Ph.D. and don't know Jesus, we failed. Absolutely. Absolutely. We failed. Yeah. And I think too many parents either don't realize it or realize it when it's almost too late. Right. That's true. That's true because God has given them to us. They're they're a gift from him that we are basically giving back to him as a gift. Um, And and we want to make sure that they follow after him. And even when we make mistakes, be willing to say, hey, I made this mistake. I'm sorry. Pray with them. Tell them, you know, I did wrong. Let's pray together. Things like that is very important, I think. Precisely. I mean... You know, and, and I think also it's, it's, it's being willing to let go when they get older. Mm, that's hard. Yeah. I that's mean, that is really real hard. hard. 
<laughs> because both of ours kind of went at the same time and we all of a sudden had an empty nest. <laughs> that was hard. And that was extremely hard. One to college, one got married, one's on a, I mean, it's, it's uh, very, very hard. And I think God in a, ingrains in, in us. Right. Uh, as kids, as we become adolescents, this need to be independent. And we hate it. I mean, it rubs us. It, we, but I think that is God's kind of, uh, it's ingrained, innate. Sure. Where we start to, pers you know, want to be independent. And that's how we kind of push them out um, to get on their own. Otherwise, they wouldn't leave. That's true. <laughs> Some of you out there probably are thinking yeah. that. <laughs> Why haven't yeah. they left yet? But just the fact that God gives them to us and we pray over them, we pray for them, mm -hmm. we, we, you know, try to teach them life lessons that will make them into the people that God wants them to be. Um, and then send them out, like you said, um, to continue the mission of God. And that message is the same for all the kids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change for our daughter or our son. Mm -hmm. You know, it's grace. It's a message of grace, of hope, of, of being a mission-focused soldier of Christ. And so, yeah, do we, do we sometimes favor one's, you know, maybe qualities or personality? I think we all do to some degree mm -hmm. at, at one point. But I think that at the end of the day, we love them the same. Right. And we, we stick to the message. We talked about, you know, having the child that's the hero a lot of times. And then you maybe have the child that's the, um, the quiet one. What was the quiet one? And a lot of times we'll uplift the, the lost one, the lost one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, uh, parents will kind of seek out that hero and, and kind of push the lost one to the side, which causes, causes issues. So we have to be careful as parents that even though we, we tend to favor one child over the other one, we've got to be careful not to do that because that can, that can cause a lot. Wrath. it can provoke wrath. And that's usually situational. It's not like we love one more than the other. Right. It's just more, you, you, parents naturally can, we begin to favor those that are being better. True. And so uh, I think it's in our own subconscious way of appearing that we're favoring someone else. It may be misconstrued from the other one or by the others, but I think we have to be very conscientious of that and share the same message of grace and also, uh, you know, realize not provoking our ch children to wrath. And that's also why it's good to be in a Bible-believing church that you're going to mm -hmm. as a family because you can make connections with other families that are in the situation that you're in and mm. as well with families that have come through what you're going through to get that wise counsel um, like... God talks about in the Bible, like Paul had a Timothy. Mm -hmm. You know, we need somebody to come alongside us, and we need to have somebody that's gone before us to help us, I think. And I think, you know, it says, nurture them in discipline and instruction of the Lord. Train up your child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart. And I think, you know, uh, it's important to go to church, the building, the sure. institution, and yes. study. Right. But I think it's even more important to be the church. Mm -hmm. at home yes to live it to to uh, have a passion for it you know every day 
-hmm. every hour for the glory of God and for teaching and, 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 and uh, instructing our kids. Right. I know that we, when the kids were little, even when they were older, we would, we would have family devotionals. Sometimes we would sing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes we would uh, read the Bible. There was um, Bible memory verses and things like that. And I, I think that's important because it teaches the children about the love for God's word and the love of worship and, and things like that. And it's just so neat to see your own kids. As we've seen our own kids um, grow in God and serve God with people as, as they are adults now. And they're serving God. And you think, wow, look at that. Not what we did, because Lord have mercy, we, we made a lot of mistakes. But looking at what God did in our family for them to go out and be serving him. And I think that's key. Absolutely. I really do. If you're right where you are with God, all other things will be added. True. Uh, I do think, obviously, if you're not providing for your family, you know, that's important. It says that very clearly in the provision, the material things, food and whatnot. But it also, you know, I think that uh, when we look at God, our example for being for walking a life and and and, de and working with our family, is Jesus, you know, correct like Jesus, love like Jesus, walk like Jesus, give grace like Jesus, and you know it's kind of like the prodigal son, the father, you see the father there and the the one son asks for his inheritance and goes out and squanders it with the pigs, <laughs> he comes back and, and he realizes his father was so gracious that even if he came back to be a slave or servant, uh, he would be better off where he, than where he is. And as he's walking, probably preparing what he's going to say, the father comes running out after him. How long was he praying for him? How long was he up late thinking about him? How long uh, was he waiting for his son to return? And what did he do? He, get, he got him a, a rope, a ring, shoes, got a fattened cow, calf, they had a party, <laughs> and even the son that was there that was so angry and resentful, he even went and was gracious to him, inviting him and loving on him. And I think that's the key, whether you're a, you know, a, a, a mother or a father, as parents, we should live like Jesus, and it's going to be less likely. I'm not saying it, you know, we're human beings. None of us are perfect. It's going to be less likely we're going to fall into those types and roles in dysfunctional family. Absolutely. And you have to be, and I know we'll be talking about this other times, but you have to be very careful as parents not to favor your children over your spouse. And that's mm -hmm. a whole nother episode in itself. But that brings dysfunction to a family. And I know we all fall into it at times, and that can cause a lot of danger in the family and the family mm -hmm. value system. You have to make sure that you are following the proper roles in the family that God has set forth. Mm -hmm. um, very important. But I'm just I'm thankful that God gave us a family as a re representation of Him, um, and we just have to make sure that we pray and that we treat our children and our spouse in accordance to God's word. If you get out of that, that uh, those priorities, those that list, it, it does go, it does go haywire. It does. 
It mm-hmm. does. And, and you know, and, and you have aha moments as you go through mm-hmm. life, as your kids are growing. And, and one of those aha moments for me was last year. Um, we had to move to, to take, we're empty nesters, and we moved here to help take care of my dad, who's 94. And I was struggling a little bit, you know, just with the transition and everything like that. And our son had come home from college or, well, had come to my dad's house because we were still looking for a place to live. And he sat next to me one night and I was just kind of struggling. And he sat there and prayed the sweetest prayer for me. And I thought, you know what? God is good. He is taking him and he is using him for his glory and he ministered to me and just having those aha moments like that you're like okay i didn't do this god, god did, did this but yeah. thank you jesus for doing this with our family Amen. he's given us two good children he has good family yes pretty good wife too you're all right too. yeah yeah, yeah you're keepers. <laughs> right. definitely well i think this was good and i think that we could go on about the family for a long time and but uh, I think we'll end it this evening. And uh, thank you for tuning in to Grace in the Shadows. Have a good evening. Thank you. God Bye. Bless. Bye-bye.